everyone, and uh, welcome to the very first episode of Tornado Tag Radio, a weekly wrestling podcast here on the night of the Living Geeks Network. I am one of your hosts. My name is John, and with me is my good friend, Kyle. Kyle, how are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm, uh, I'm good. This is exciting. The first ever. Yes. The a o- weekly annual. A weekly and annual and other words that would describe <laughs> what this podcast is going to be. We really wanted to be different and do something that no one's ever done before, and that's a wrestling podcast. Especially now. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of on the down the I downturn know. of wrestling podcasts. We're, we're, we are in the, the WWF new generation of pod, <laughs> yes. era right now of podcasts where they're like Mantar and Damien Demento... And Doink and Dink are like just running rampant. This is our this is this is our new generation podcast. But hopefully we better. A- we aim to be the Mantar of wrestling <laughs> podcasts. Exclusive people. There you go. That's our tagline. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone will love that. Holy shit! Okay, that just got a million downloads on iTunes from that Mantar in podcast form. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> so, we're going to do a weekly podcast, you know, about wrestling. We're both huge wrestling fans. We have been for basically our entire lives. Yep. I was told as a child that it was just a phase. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. I think it's like that for, like, most people. Most guys or girls who watch wrestling, they'll say it's a phase. Or they just watch it in a certain period of time. And whenever they see you and they hear that you watch wrestling, then they finally say, like, oh, hey. Yes. It's okay that I can talk about it now. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes you're you're better off saying like, hey, I used to be a heroin addict, but <laughs> now I'm clean and sober. Now I'm good. Yeah. And they're like, good for you. Yeah. You don't still watch wrestling, do you? <laughs> this week we're going to talk about Raw in a not as formaic thing that we're going to be doing yeah. in future episodes. Mainly because Raw for the last two weeks has been god-awful. Really bad. It has been almost unwatchable. It's Which gone is a by. shame because SummerSlam was so great. SummerSlam was a very good pay-per-view. It was way better than I thought it was going to be, too. It, Every match pretty much lived up to the hype. Well, no hype for my, you know. For yeah. Me, but lived up to it and more. Yes. I would say that since then, I'd say maybe the Raw after SummerSlam was decent. Mainly because Brock was there. We got the new looking belt yeah other than that i really can't think of anything that was that great the only thing that really stands out in my mind for the past couple of weeks is that damian mizdow yes has been fantastic damian sandow has been doing so good i feel like any little role that they have him been playing he's just taking the ball and totally run with it yeah some other guys could have just totally made it really crappy and stuff but he's done so well with all the little gimmicks he's done like when he was uh he did the stupid thing with uh mark henry and the texas uh, yeah oh yeah the texas oklahoma thing he dressed as uh when they were in florida he dressed as like a retired old person (laughs) for the lumberjack match he dressed as As a lumberjack lumberjack, yeah which was perfect yeah he's just really Doing a great job with it. And I, I think if they, in the last two weeks they've had him with The Miz now. Yes. Which has been great. And I like it a lot. I really, really like it. Uh, I like that he 
wears the Miz's tights. He wears that yeah. whatever the fuck that his thing is. His stunt double. <laughs> yeah, he's his stunt double now, which is a great little gimmick for him. Very underutilized, but finally getting like this is a nice thing for him to do right now. Yeah, it's actually interesting, and yeah. I enjoy seeing him. I also enjoyed him trying to get into the match. <laughs> and then the referee's like, I'm going to disqualify you. And he's like, fine, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and then it and ends up having Miz, you know, get the pin. I Just the Miz right now, I'm kind of enjoying it more just because... It's growing on me. At, at, it, yeah. Just because Sandow's me. there, too. That helps it out. They add something to it every week, which is, yeah. which is nice. And they had a little makeup girl with him, which was, like, funny. Yes. And she was giving him water. Yeah. They're going a little more over the top with the whole I'm a celebrity. Yes. I'm a movie star kind of kind of thing which I really like. I think the funny thing would be if he has it in his contract where he can only wrestle in the nine o'clock hour or something like that. They try to put him in the <laughs> in opening match. He can only wrestle in prime time or something like that. That's great. Like no, you got to put look at my contract. You got to boost my match back. I think <laughs> that'd be that'd be funny. Everything that involves Damien Sandow right now is great. Yeah. On the other end of the spectrum, we have the Bella Twins soap opera, which is yeah. the goddamn worst thing ever. That shit sucks so bad. They cannot act at all. Especially Nikki. Oh, it's like geez. terribly... It's almost like they picked the wrong one to turn heel, heel. Yeah. and talk more. Yeah. Yeah, I think they just because they stuck with Brie because the because the whole Daniel Bryan thing. So yes, they stuck with her, but they could easily stuck with Nikki and done the John Cena thing. But yes, but they don't want. I I don't know what's up with yeah, that. Yeah, it's really bad. I think when it started really getting like terrible, like the first couple segments with Brie and Stephanie, where she was in the crowd and stuff, and she was there. Yeah, that wasn't too. It was pretty good. Yes, and then once they brought that chick out and said that she like cheated on. Uh, Daniel Bryan. She, she, yeah, she was with Daniel Bryan. She cheated on. He cheated on Brie or whatever. I'm like, all right, this is stupid. Now. It was. It was stupid. It when died t- right there. I it think. was stupid when TNA did it with AJ Styles, oh and it's stupid now. Just growing the growing up Bella segments where Nikki's like, oh, here's the only picture I have of me in my prom date because Brie is a fucking slut and slept <laughs> with it and slept with him. I, I found them in the car, and it's just terrible. It's so bad. It's almost like the TV writers they have were like, oh, thank you. Now we can write this soap opera <laughs> fucking garbage. I think the best part was, though, when she said she wished she would have died in the womb. Holy shit. That was yeah. pretty hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. Yeah, and, and it's. I think it's gone downhill since then. Like, And if you want to stick with it and keep it this, like, dramatic stuff don't have them share a fucking twitter that's the worst that is that is the absolute worst they have the same twitter it still says brie and nikki did you see what stephanie mcmahon posted on instagram no this is kind of tying tying into this she posted on instagram on SummerSlam when she was giving brie like in midair the pedigree yeah and the caption said this is from my evil character on SummerSlam or something to that extent. This is from my evil character. Like, wait, what? My evil character. I mean, like, this isn't really me. 
I'm the what? CFO or whatever the fuck she is. This is from my evil kid. Wow. I didn't see that. No. Andre the Giant is fucking rolling in his goddamn <laughs> grave right now. Dominic Stephanie. Dominic Stephanie. You were such a nice little girl. That's a terrible Andre the Giant person. You yeah, get that it, was. Though. We get it. Anybody uh, want some peanuts? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing that's been kind of weird is we were talking about The Miz. So The Miz gets this huge comeback and he wins the IC title in a horrible battle royal because I hate titles yeah. being decided in battle royals. Unless it's the 1992 Royal, royal Rumble. Rumble. When it was special. <laughs> yes. For a while, Ziggler's kind of been in limbo. He hasn't really been doing anything. He's been on TV, but it's like... It's like nothing whatever. special. Yeah. And he's been, you know, complaining left and right that he's not getting what he deserves. And then all of a sudden, he beats The Miz, and now he's the IC champion. Yeah. So it's just kind of weird how the booking goes, where Miz gets this big comeback, he gets this new entrance, he's getting all this stuff, he's in a lot of segments, and Ziggler's kind of, out of nowhere, just wins the title. Yeah. I find, I, I don't know, I find that to be, like, really odd... That all of us, it's like, what did Ziggler do all of a sudden that they were like, okay, yeah, we're gonna, especially we since just, they're pushing, it seems like they're like going with Miz, exactly. So it it just doesn't really make. Not that Ziggler doesn't deserve it. No, he's he been, deserves this and more. But WWE's always really great at giving people what they want, like three months late or yes. like two months late, like or even years later. You know, like. Like, Daniel Bryan had the nice moment at SummerSlam when he won the title. Probably should have went with it then. Yeah. They made it look like, oh, this is what's gonna, what was going to happen the whole time when he won it at WrestleMania. But it was only because everybody bitched Everyone so lost their shit. Especially when you don't put in the Royal Rumble. Oh, that, well, yeah. Anyway. That, anyway. But that's, I mean, that's basically kind of, that's their jam. Like, let's, we'll give it to you, but we're going to give it to you when we want to give it to yes. you. Yes. Not like when you think you need it. And then we'll make you think that it was our idea all the along. Whole exactly. Another confusing thing in these past couple of weeks has been Mark Henry, who all of a sudden is in a tag team with yeah, the big show. they just both kind of showed up one day and was like, hey, we're, we're here to wrestle again. <laughs> we're two I big guys. I just got done filming Knucklehead 2. <laughs> on the scene here i am so they're a tag team now but now mark henry has a huge problem with rusev yeah so is is which is kind of cool i mean i, like I think it's cool yeah. but it's it's kind of like they're trying to push him in two directions at once yeah where and they even did a segment where the big show's like hey man we're kind of a tag team now Maybe we should worry about us being a tag team. And Mark Henry's like, no, I have to worry about this now. And he's kind of like, okay. Yeah. So it's just like, what's going on? Like, it's almost like two writers were like, both came at the same time with different ideas. And they crossed over and were, let's do them both. Yeah. Also, it's like, it's kind of weird, too, that Henry and uh, Big Show are forming a tag team now because... Uh, and they're a face tag team, which is kind of weird because they have a lot of face, like, yeah. they, they have a lot of good guy tag teams. You know, them, Usos, well, it kind of looks like Stardust. Well, no, they're like, might be they're like full on, yeah, they're full on heel now. Um, but I mean, it just seems like they have too many face tag teams almost. And, and with Ryback 
having surgery yeah. and being I guess that's filling a void there as yeah, well. Yeah, but I mean they were they were a heel tag team and they, you know you gotta plug it in and a big monster tag team. Well, yeah. I mean I guess they already had that with the Wyatts. Yeah. So but it's just like really confusing. It seemed like most tag teams that they usually used to do, which is just thrown together. Let's yes. just hey, we got nothing for these guys to do, let's just throw them together. Yeah, let's throw them together and see what happens. Yeah. Remember the resurgence of the tag team division? We were like, here we go. Yes. And now it's kind of it's, it's kind of like, dwindled a little it's bit. It's just like floating around. You yeah. Know? It's, it's still there. They have the teams to do it if they really want to. And I think they've had at times, you know, yeah. Usos and uh, Harper and Rowan have had great matches. Fantastic matches. Um, uh, I think Ryback and uh, Rybaxel are they're great. They, there's so much more they could do there yes. than they don't do. But uh, yeah, I think it could still work out really well for them it could i actually wrote this down because last night i was watching wcw nitro where the big boys play where the big where the big boys play that was a great eric bischoff (laughs) (laughs) don't turn over to that other channel (laughs) no don't say you know what i'm talking about yeah it's it (laughs) so it's a it's a fun little thing to watch those but what i have noticed is that Steve Mongo McMichael is way worse than I remember. He's really not good. Yeah, he has this little dog. That, how, how did he get that job? I have no idea. It's almost like he was wanted to be a wrestler. He wasn't ready. But they're like, we got Steve Mongo McMichael. We got to put him on TV. So they put him on commentary because he's not wrestling yet. Like yeah. this is pre. This is like when Pillman and Anderson are like a tag team. And they're feuding with Flair. Yes. So it's before that Four Horsemen. And Benoit just showed up, which was like, he came out of a limo. I'm like, get back in the limo, just drive away. You know, he, I think he he was a wrestling fan. I mean, obviously he was in it for, he did some stuff with him for a while. But yeah. he was he was one of the, in the, remember WrestleMania 11 with Bam Bam and LT? Yeah, he was in the crowd. He was in, well, he was one of the, and you know how LT had guys like ringside? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of the guys ringside, like Ken Norton Jr. And right, had, right, and right. Reggie White, and they had some other guys that were just there ringside. He was one of the guys, so I'm wondering if he was, he was always a fan, and he probably knew somebody in the WCW. But probably. like, why he was on commentary is beyond me. So it made me think about... JBL from this past Monday, who was just right on it from the beginning. Remember, like Jericho's talking, he's like, This Jericho Michael, I don't need shut up, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, right off the bat, I'm, JBL, do you think JBL could be worse than Steve Mongo McMichael? That was a question wow. that came to me yesterday. I don't think he can be, yeah, because JBL actually has some knowledge, is actually a decent talker. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. He's. Yeah, he's always been pretty good on the mic. Yes. He's now retired. He's wrestled already for a while. So, that, but that was a thought that came to my mind. Is JBL worse than Steve Mongo McMichael? The answer is no, but it's getting there. Yeah. Just in terms of annoyance. Well, I just think that it goes for all the commentary in general now. It's just they're so overproduced, you yes. know? Yes. It is so overproduced. You can tell that like they're feeding them stuff in the headsets to yeah. say all the time, and they just need to be kind of give a little bit of direction, but just let them loose. But it's like not gonna. They can't. They can't it's do not that. Gonna do, it's not gonna happen. The other thing so. that's that's weird about JBL is he hates Jack Swagger now, but he still hates Rusev. But he loves he loves Zeb Coulter still. 
So, but Zeb Coulter... Because he probably likes Zeb in real life, so he's just like... Yeah. It's just a weird... It almost feels like... Remember when Michael Cole was, like, straight-laced for most of the time, but whenever Daniel Bryan would come out, he'd turn it up, like, yeah. to 25 and just be like, look at this nerd, this geek, he doesn't eat meat, what an asshole. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, where is this coming from? Yeah. Just like... And he'd do the same with Jerry Lawler at when they were feuding. Like, he'd be straight-laced and they'd be like, oh, it's time for me to poke fun at Jerry Lawler. It's almost like the same thing. It's either be a heel color or pick a side come on yeah it's there's they're too like wishy-washy basically yeah especially him he's very ugh, very wishy-washy don't yeah. like it so that was raw for the last few weeks nothing really that great happened that yeah. i can remember it was very forgettable yeah i mean john cena brock's gonna happen at night of champions we all rematch yeah even though they tried to make it seem monday that Triple H happen. was like, I don't know. Yeah. And that's like, give me a break. This is so stupid. Yeah. It's just filler time. Yeah. I hate talking segments to open Raw, which means I hate most Raw openings. Yeah. Especially when they had the legends out there. Oh my god. And then, <laughs> that was the drizzling shit. And it, why did they have an announce table in the middle of the ring? That made no that sense. That made no sense at all. Just put the stools out there. I don't... Well, maybe not totally true, but I don't. It's up there. I don't. I don't know if I've hated Hulk, Shawn Michaels, and Ric Flair more than I did in that <laughs> ever. And yeah, that's it was something like it was bad. Yeah, it was really, really not good at all. But let's get to something that was pretty cool that happened this weekend. Yeah, let's expand. We're gonna expand your wrestling horizons right now. Folks. Let's do it. And, and if you haven't heard about this yet. So the Battle of L.A. happened this weekend, not the movie, the Pro Wrestling <laughs> Guerrilla Tournament. Yes, Neo wasn't in this tournament. No, he was not. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it was a three-day tournament this year. I think that's the first time it's happened in, I want to say, seven years. That's been three days. By, by Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, PWG. PWG. Based out of Reseda, California, and very, very cool, edgy, indie promotion. Yes, if if there was anything that resembled, and I know a lot of people hate hearing yeah. it resembles ECW, if there was one thing that truly did, it would be this company. Yeah, as far as like the the action and the wrestling and goes, the and the fans and the fans, yes, it, they definitely give you that that ECW arena feel. And I don't know if you can hate a fan base that is allowed to carry around. Entire pitchers of beer. Yes. Which is Kyle's dream, by this the way. This is my dream. To go to a PWG event and be one of the guys on the DVDs holding the full pitcher of beer. And the greatest thing about it is that you don't see them with a cup. It's yeah, just, it's just the pitcher. It's just the pitcher. I'm a simple man, folks. <laughs> Kyle does love his beer. <laughs> and he loves his wrestling. So, just for spoilers, there's the little pause for spoilers. Ricochet ended up winning the Battle of Los Angeles. The final was him, Johnny Gargano, and Roderick Strong. Three great wrestlers. Yeah, great. He went over clean in Mm -hmm. the middle. And Ricochet has been having quite the 2014, I must say. I wrote wrote down a little bit because I had to make sure that all of these things happened. Just in general, if it was last year, he's been having a crazy run. 
So he won the New Japan Pro Wrestling Best of the Super Juniors. Yeah. He's the youngest person to win it, and he's the second only American to win it, and they've been doing this tournament for years. Which is huge in Japan. If, yes. If you don't know, it's, I mean, they usually go with their own Japan guys. And yes. rightfully so. Yes. But, uh... So, I mean, that just tells you how much they think of what they think of him. Yes, exactly. Uh, he beat Johnny Gargano to win the Dragon Gate USA Open the Freedom Gate Championship. And Gargano had held that title for 873 days. Wow. Which is nuts. That is nuts. And then he went on to win the Dragon Gate, the Japan promotion. There's an American one and a Japanese one. Uh, he won the Open the Dreamgate Championship in March. So at one point, he held both of those titles for each Dragon Gate promotion at the same time. And then he won uh, Bola this last weekend. I don't think, and I can't I can't think of anyone on the indies right now that is having a better year than Ricochet. Absolutely. I mean, uh, the indies in general right now are... Hot. Very hot. You're seeing, you're seeing a lot of good stuff out there. I highly suggest you guys go check it out if you haven't. But... Ricochet in general, um, he has been doing some really, really great stuff. The future of flight, if you will. Yeah. His nickname. He's amazing. Some of his past stuff I've seen on uh, on the PWG stuff. I've seen uh, the Solar Soul for Rock and Roll DVD. Uh, but he's, just go check it out. I mean, it is truly phenomenal. He does, I think, what is it? A, not a 450. It's a it's like 680. A 680. It's like... Two complete full spins. You think the guy is going to break his neck? Yes. Coming the way down. He's insane. And it's he's just phenomenal. And, and you know what's also shocking is this year sometime I heard he had a tryout with WWE. Yeah. And they didn't they, like they didn't like him for some reason. I I I think he'll be one guy who comes back around again. For he'll sure. probably get another one, and they'll be like, oh okay. Yeah. Maybe like, Triple H was out that day, or he didn't see him wrestle. We got too many high flyers right now. <laughs> Do you see the guys I just signed from Japan? Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> We love you, Trips. I actually do enjoy... I call them Trips because we, we hang trips out Trips because you guys hang out? Yeah. That's true. I'm never invited to those. Right. I do enjoy everything Triple H has done for NXT. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. <laughs> we do tend to shit on him from time to time, but overall... A lot of times NXT is... Some of the times NXT is way better than Raw is. Exactly. So exactly. They're saying a lot. So, I mean, that's all we really have this week... Next week we'll have more of a format. We're yeah. we're gonna try and do a. We're gonna do some nice things for you. Yeah, guys. just just for you guys. Yeah, we're gonna do some real nice things. It's gonna be some good stuff. We're gonna be watching here shortly, sometime today. We're gonna be watching the PWG Eleven DVD, which yes. just came out a couple weeks ago, which is uh, Kevin Steen's last PWG show and one of his last indie matches before he just got signed. To WWE, and you'll be seeing him in NXT real soon, yes. too. Thanks, Trips. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we will be uh, reviewing that show. The main event of that is, of course, the Young Bucks versus Candice LeRae and Joey Ryan in a guerrilla warfare match for the PWG horrible-looking tag titles. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one bad thing about PWG, it is those tag titles. Yeah. They and it, are I'll terrible. I'll let it slide, though, because they're probably poor, so it's yes. fine. Yes. <laughs> 
Uh, who else do we got? We have uh, Kevin Steen and Trevor Lee. Trevor Frank- Lee's really cool. Yeah. I like him a lot. He's really good too. Uh, Kazarian and Kendrick in a singles match, and then you got Kyle Riley, who's the PWG champion, against Chris Hero, which will be great because it'll just be elbows for days, elbows forever. So next week, we're gonna try and do a one good, one bad for Raw and NXT, just to keep it simple that yeah. way. Then we'll have that review, and any other news we can think of, we will we will give you. So uh, thanks for tuning in. We hope you join us later. If you want to follow us on yes. Twitter. Follow us on the Twitter. Kyle, your Twitter handle is? KyleHunt00. And mine is TeamHate. You can email me for now at John at notlg.com we'll just keep that as the we'll also be having the tornado tag twitter coming uh, yes uh, it is set up actually if you go to at tornado tag radio it's there you can see the fun little egg that we have at the moment Mm -hmm. oh um please go and check out i did a appearance on a friend show the lingus mafia shout out to them go check out their podcast as well just search lingus mafia good stuff it's very good stuff i did a top 20 with them it's a personal top 20 wrestlers of all time in your opinion it's like two hours it's fantastic just go check them out in general because they're they're pretty funny i describe their show as the soup meets howard stern yeah i think that's for wrestling, a pretty, for wrestling and nonsense because those yeah. guys are fucking full of nonsense <laughs> All right, I'm John. I'm Kyle. And we will talk to you guys next week. See ya. Bye. Night of the Living Geek.